say good day and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson and I have with me one of my favorites, one of my regulars, Linda Clay. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am good. And it's actually um, not morning here, but can you tell listeners who you are and where you are? Sure. I'm Linda Clay. I'm a business coach and a lifestyle strategist. And currently I'm in Seattle, Washington, and I float between California and Seattle until I find that nest that I want to actually stay in. (laughs) You know what? There's such a beautiful area though, because um, I learned from you today some things about the area, but it's interesting because everybody that we talk to, the area really does have a lot to do with what you do and how it comes across and, and who you reach. So, um, I know a little bit about you, but can you tell listeners who it is that you, you normally work with? I normally work with women entrepreneurs or mompreneurs, whatever word you want to put to it. And, you know, I'd say there's like three buckets. There's that woman that wakes up one day and goes, God, there's got to be more to life than this. Mm-hmm. Whatever this is, it could be a career in a corporate office. It could be just a job. It could be she's a mom and she's at home and her kids are getting older. And all of a sudden she goes, what happened to me? Mm-hmm. Where am I? Mm-hmm. So I work with them to really sit down and define their ideal life, um, to look back at what they're passionate about so that we can create a business around that. Um, I also work with women who have passed that point and they have all these ideas in their head. They're just Roman, you know, they're like, um, what I want to say, a herd of elephants or something, just tons of ideas, but they don't know what to do with them. And they don't know how to create a a business out of them. So I help them with that. Or it's a person that um, has that one idea, but they don't know how to put it into action. They don't know the steps. They don't know how to create a business out of it. So those are the three um, buckets. You know, I'm glad that you said that because I have done events recently and people don't understand what a business consultant or a business coach, they don't understand the need, but you kind of broke it down because a lot of people say, I have a vision or I have a hobby. Don't you love that word hobby? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and I don't know how to turn it into, um, you know, a business and I'm going to ask your advice because I always, I, 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 I put you where, exactly where you are. I look to you for wisdom because your story adds to your knowledge and your ability to be a business coach consultant, but also life because you are steps ahead of me and I respect that. And in differentiating one coach from the other, I often like to break down what makes you different or why somebody would come to you as opposed to someone else. In saying all that I just said, how do you get somebody from the hobby stage to doing a business? So we would, we would first off, we would talk about that hobby and we would talk about how it fits into their life. So I am a firm believer that your business should serve you, not you serve your business. Mm-hmm. So you want to make sure that whatever you want to do, passion, hobby, or whatever, fits within your lifestyle. So what is your lifestyle? Mm -hmm. You know, are you picking up on this hobby because you like doing it for an hour a week? Mm -hmm. Well, if you're doing it as a a business, you're going to be doing it for a lot more hours a week, Mm -hmm. you know? So is it really something that you want to do or does it sound, 
you know, like, oh, well, I can do this. So we break it down. We make sure that's what they want. And then we sit down and we talk about it. Okay, so you've got this hobby. And now let's break it down into what kind of packages are you going to sell? You know, what kind of um, programs can you create? Mm -hmm. What kind of DIY things can you do? You know, I guess it would depend on what their hobby is. So if it's like making cookies, as an example, I'm famous for my lemon bars. You know, if I wanted to do that, what would I do with those lemon bars? Well, I would make up a bunch. I would take them around to local restaurants. I would find out about food handling mm-hmm. licenses and what I have to have. So I would make them do research. Mm-hmm. I would make them do... Um, surveys or polls in different Facebook groups mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. I would um, have them get on phone calls with people for five minutes and just say, hey, you know, I'm thinking of doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing market research, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And have them really do that research because a, a hobby is not necessarily a business. No. And so people will sit there and they'll go, oh, but I only want to work four hours a week. Well, someday you could work four hours a week, (laughs) but you've got to get everything else in place before you can hit that point. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of a basic thing that I would do. I love that because it's a breakdown of, of what the difference is, because you have a lot of people who really think that, you know, they want to turn things into something, but they don't understand that it takes the work and the research. And I'm glad that you just shed light on that because in all the podcasts we've had, we never really kind of break down what that looks like. And people don't understand that we're doing homework and doing research and doing behind the scenes that are hours of time before the preparation of just a call or a consult. Right. You know, I just, I had this conversation um, in my group coaching yesterday and it's like, um, you can have an idea and you can take that idea and you go, oh, I know this is going to be like the best thing in the whole world. I just love it. I love it. I love it. But just because you love it doesn't mean your ideal client is going to love it. Mm-hmm. And so you have to get that research in. You have to do the preparation mm-hmm. before you can put out the product. And the product is yourself. It's your hobby. It's whatever the passion is becomes the product. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to throw this in there. You are actually selling yourself. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Because we tell everybody, you know, um, not to worry what people think. But as an entrepreneur, we have completely different stresses because we are our brand. Right. That's and that's what people don't understand. And so if you're not. Okay, first off, I'm going to back up just a second. No one is perfect. Mm -hmm. No one has everything together. I don't care who they are. Mm -hmm. No one does. But when you're selling a program, uh, a service, a product, you are actually selling yourself. Mm -hmm. So yes, you've got to keep doing that inner work. And if you don't do the inner work, nothing is going to gel. You have to constantly be able to step back and go, Ooh, yeah, I just realized that I need to work on this more mm-hmm. or I need to work on this more. Mm-hmm. And the perfect example is I was listening to a masterclass this week and I'm listening to this person. She's one of my coaches and I'm listening to it going, I know this. 
I know I'm talking to myself, of course, not out loud. <laughs> I do that with my clients and I'm just getting this, like, I could just see the puzzle look on my face. And I was going, why is she up here? Because somebody is always higher up than uh -huh. you, right? Yeah. And I'm still at this level. So I went to bed that night, got up the next day and I went, oh, I still have to work on my self-confidence mm -hmm. because that's what it amounted to. Mm -hmm. So when you're looking at someone just beginning, it's that mind work we have to do first. Mm -hmm. You got to get the mind in the right place. That is so true. And, 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 and that's why it's interesting how no matter what our titles are, a lot of us are mindset coaches because mm -hmm. it starts with a decision. It starts with a commitment. It starts with the mind. And if right. it's in the right place, it's not going to go where you need it to go. Right. Right. I have a question for you before we get to the, the nitty gritty. You mentioned that you are well weathered. <laughs> Highly seasoned. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But can you tell listeners, what does it mean when you say that you are well weathered? Well, the, you know, the bottom line is I am 68 years old. And every time you say that, I'm just like, <laughs> I, I can't, I can't. Cause I don't see it. Yeah. Well, I have lots of years left. I refuse to um, stay at home and just do nothing. I have too much business experience and too much life experience that I feel is that message is needed out there mm -hmm. that you can survive things that you can make it through those really tough, devastating challenges that life will throw at us mm -hmm. come out on the other side and everything I was talking to my uh, friend yesterday and I was saying, sometimes I lost my husband 20 years ago. And yes, it, uh, there are days that sometimes it just strikes me and I go, God, I miss you, you know, and I'll cry. Mm -hmm. But overall, I'm, once you can get past that initial grief, it, it quiets down, you can move on and it's okay to move on. And I think that was one of the first lessons to learn is that you don't have to feel guilty. Yeah. Um, but the gifts that I've been given since his death have made this period of life while challenging and hurtful sometimes the best thing that I was ever given. So I can't, I can't sit in sorrow mm -hmm. if that makes sense mm -hmm. because it's made me into who I am today. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I don't want people to feel sorry for me. What I want them to hear is, hell yeah, you can survive That's and you right. can actually, in a sense, be a better person from it. Yep. And that's, that's the joy of getting growth out of, mm -hmm. out of turmoil. Right. A lot of people don't use it. You know, they, they fester, mm -hmm. you know, and, and that's why I say I can look to you because I know that you are steps ahead of me and that no matter how I feel about something, your perspective is going to be completely different. And a lot of times in, in recent generations, people don't believe that they need that, you know, yeah. and, and, and we do because it allows us to see past the present. Mm -hmm. And well, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No. And I was going to say, and that, that is where a lot of people are paralyzed. Right. No. And I agree. And I think part of my own growth process has been to realize that my weathered and seasoned person is actually needed 
And mm -hmm. that, that voice that I bring out is actually needed. And one of the things I was talking to my niece, um, we had a, a family party and she's 35. Mm -hmm. And so we were talking and I was saying, yeah, you know, I would have thought with all the stuff that women have gone through in the last, since the sixties, when we burnt our bras, uh, <laughs> you know, that women would be more empowered and they'd have more confidence. Mm -hmm. And they'd be more self-assured. And she goes, no, Auntie Linda, they're not. She said, I went to a women's group for a year. And women, because they are so conditioned, mm -hmm. and I'm saying that word, conditioned, mm -hmm. to take care of everybody else, mm -hmm. they lose sight of themselves. Yes, ma'am. And that's part of my message is don't lose sight of yourself. That's so important because that's the whole key of depression. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was 63 years old and I woke up one day, I had raised two families, my own children, and then my granddaughter. And I woke up and I was on the couch sobbing. And it was like, I don't know who I am. Mm -hmm. Because I had spent my entire adult life to that point taking care of other people, whether mm -hmm. it was my career or my family. Yeah. And, and that's so interesting because in different seasons of our lives, we lose, you know, what we're supposed to do. And the one thing I focus on is roles. You know, people get lost in their roles. Oh, God, yeah, yeah. It, you know, like you said, you're focused on being a mom. You're focused on being, and I used to tell people that I didn't get married until later in life, which, I mean, not that later, but later, you know, in my 30s, because I was like, I got enough roles. I cannot add another. You know, I don't need another person needing something from me. I can't handle it, you know, right. and, and I, cause I saw it as in being a single mom of three children and, and working mm -hmm. and being a good counselor and being present in each role that I was trying to do well, mm -hmm. I felt like adding wife to that was not going to be easier. It was going to be another responsibility. Right. And now I do see how you, it, it all me meshes well when it's healthy. When it's healthy. Yeah. And so it's getting people to understand that we can do it all and we can carry different roles, but it doesn't mean that you have to feel guilty for spending time with yourself. Yeah. Knowing yourself and loving yourself. And so it's, it's really interesting to me because most of the people on the podcast are 40 up and we all learned it late, you know, yeah. and it's like, we're trying to work with women to understand, please learn this early. Like, please don't do it. Like we all did it, you know, right. because that's what we saw and that's what we did. Right. And so it's trying to break these generational curses, I guess, as you say. Well, yeah, and it's, it's more than it's centuries. You You're know, right. it's centuries of, of this type of thing. You're so absolutely. I, I read this thing real quick blip on these new um, women that are going to Congress and they were at their ceremony or whatever. And one of them made a comment is I'm not here to be in the good old boy network. This isn't her. I'm not doing a direct quote. I'm here to sh make waves because that's what the people want me to do. Wow. You know, and that's, that's my interpretation of it. But I was going, yes, yeah, you finally, know, right? finally. And it's not just there, but it's all women need to understand that they mm -hmm. have um, tremendous power in them, mm -hmm. you know, and they need to use it. They yeah. don't have to 
you know, in the 50s, my granddaughter did a class in, high, in college, and it was looking at advertising in the 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. And so in the 50s, she showed me this picture, and it was like a, a, women, a woman meeting her husband at the door, and she had his slippers in one hand and his pipe in the other. You know, and, you know, so it's like the wife is subservient to the Mm -hmm. man. Well, bullshit. It's not, it doesn't have to be that way. Exactly. You know, at all. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Don't give me that subject. Just, I could go on and on. You're shaking my head. (laughs) Listeners can't see me shaking my head, but that's the, and you know what? That's what kept me from getting married because I knew that I could never be that woman. Yeah. I didn't want to be. And so I avoided it because I didn't want to conform to the norm. Right. And so being able to acknowledge that it doesn't have to be the norm and you create your own norm and you create your own rules and you, you create your own marriage and, and Mm -hmm. you, you know, control how your relationships, you know, function. A lot of people don't know that we have that power. Yeah. Well, because we've been conditioned not to use it. Exactly. (laughs) So can you tell listeners about your Facebook group and what you're working on now? Sure. Uh, my Facebook book group is heartfeltbusiness.life. And I give business tips and life tips pretty much on a daily basis. Um, I'm really trying to build a community of support for people where they can get the tips they need to grow their business, to create that lifestyle they want. I have guest experts that come in and do mini trainings. So like yesterday we had um, a person coming in and talk about Instagram. We have somebody coming this month talking about funnels. We have somebody coming talking more about Pinterest and someone talking about EFT and the benefits of tapping and somebody coming in and talking about money. So I'm trying to do that every wow. month um, because I am a firm believer in collaboration. Yes. I don't feel that women need to compete. And that's another part of that conditioning. That's right. We don't. There's enough people out there for all yeah. of us, you yes. know. Um, and so that's my group. It's my baby. And so you find me there a lot. Um, and I really work on um, a lot of it is mindset work. A lot of it yeah. is getting people to understand that they have everything they need right now. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. they need. I love that. Can you, um, Excuse me. Can you give me your quote that um that you told me that I think is so. Oh funny. yeah, Arthur Ashe's quote: "It's start where you are, use what you have, and do what you can." And I I love that quote because start where you are. What happens with people is that they think they have to have the perfect package. They have to have the perfect website. They have to have the perfect program. They have to have the perfect Facebook live. They have to have everything perfect before they do anything. And they don't, Mm -hmm. they just have to show up because there is no perfect. That's just a word that somebody put on something. But if you take a walk out in nature and you really pay attention and you look at the flowers, you look at the leaves on trees, none of them are perfect. They're not, you know, they're all different. Yep. That's the way we should be. And that's what we should stand in is it's okay for me to show up. It's okay for me to do a Facebook live. And I trip over my words. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's okay if there's a misspelled word. The world is not going to end because you misspelled a word. Mm -hmm. The world will miss you if you don't show up and fill in that piece of the puzzle. So I look at all of us are here. There's like 7 billion plus or 8 billion people now. And every single one of us have a gift and talent that we need to share. Mm -hmm. So each one of us are a puzzle piece in the puzzle of life. And if we don't show up as we're supposed to be, then we're the missing piece. And there are people out there that are waiting for you to show up. And what people try to do is be perfect. So then they follow a guru and say, okay, the guru is doing it this way. So <clears throat> if he does it this way, I should do it this way. Excuse me. <clears throat> Cat allergies, I think. And um, so they try to implement what the guru says. But what they don't realize is that guru made it for themselves. It's a good system, but it doesn't mean it's going to work for that person mm -hmm. because that person is different. And what people have to do is look at things going, this is who I am. Yeah. This part will fit within what I want to do. But you know what? The rest of it's not going to work. You know, again, trying to be perfect, trying to be somebody else, just show up as you are. Warts and all. I love that. And then use what you have. You've got it. Every single one of us have enough knowledge to get going. Now, what they might need is guidance and accountability. Yes. And that's what mentors and coaches are for, or a good mastermind group or whatever. But you actually have everything that you need to create what you want to go for. You just might need that support system. So you don't need to go out and buy the next course. You don't need to download and junk up your computer with all those freebies. Look at yourself and realize how powerful you are. And one of the things that I will have my clients do is first do an achievement list. So they go back through their entire life and they write out all their achievements that they've done since they were in high school and they aced a test that they didn't think they'd ace. And then on top of that, I have them list out all their skills and all their talents and gifts. And if they can't recognize them, I have them ask their friends and family, what do you see in me that I do well that you can't do? Awesome. And then we can, she, they can sit down and look at that and going, wow, I never knew I did all that. Okay, well, here's all this stuff that you have within you that you can offer to other people. Exactly. You know, and the last part of that quote, do what you can. Uh, we were talking about this. Mm -hmm. Is that overwhelmed? People look at the whole picture. Now, I can look at the whole picture and I can break it down because that's one of the things that I do really well. Mm -hmm. But other people can't. They've got it all twirling around. It's ruminating in their head. And they're going, I can't get anything done because I don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. You know, you just stop for a second. You write down all your thoughts. Like I said, with a pencil and a paper. Mm -hmm. And you write down everything. Brain dump. Yeah, brain dump. Then you can organize your thoughts on paper. And you can make them into um, short medium and long range goals. And then you can break down between those three columns, what's priority and do one step a day. 
simple steps to get it done. You're going to get it done just as quick and not, if not quicker by doing just one thing at a time versus trying to do it all. Mm -hmm. so. I love that because a lot of people don't understand why it's necessary mm -hmm. to have a coach or a consultant. And I just, I, I really try to emphasize that we can discount our own thoughts. You know, we, we have revelations, we know what we need to do, but we can talk ourselves in and out of things so easily. And if there's nobody there to list it out, to put it in order, to make mm -hmm. sense, of it, or to tell us that we can do it, or to call us out on our own crap, right? You know, right. We need that because I know self-doubt is the biggest catalyst of defeat, right? And if if all of us would have succumbed to that, I mean, we did most of our lives. But if mm -hmm. we would have never just leaped, we wouldn't be able to impact people the way that we do. Right. So once you make that, you know, you brought up a good point. If we, if we wait too long, there's that five second rule. If you wait too long, then the what if questions start cropping up. Yep. So I was talking to um, someone yesterday and she goes, I just need to make a decision. Okay. So what are you deciding? Mm -hmm. So she gave me the, th the choices. And so we talked about the three different choices she had. I said, which one's going to make you money the quickest? Well, this one. What's so the there, there's your decision. What's the question? You made the decision. Yep. You know, and so people will sit there and go, okay, I've got these three ideas and, and they're just, you know, okay, but if I do this one, what if? And if I do this one, what if? And if I do this one, what if? And I really don't want to do that one. So you start playing this game like you're, and you're talking to yourself out of, you know, out of all of it. That over analytical and trust me, been there, done that myself. Yep. I mean, everything that I talk about, to be honest, I've done mm -hmm. everything. I've been a course junkie. I've downloaded freebie after freebie looking for the answer instead of looking at myself. Mm -hmm. I've over, over analyzed constantly. <laughs> As I told you earlier, I'm a reformed perfectionist, reformed because I still find myself, you I'm know, Falling back reformed. in there. I'm not reformed. I'm not reformed. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so I've gone through all that. So I know how difficult it is. I've fallen for the hype on the internet. You can make six figures in six months. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Tell me how. Oh, that's how you do it? I'll try. Mm -hmm. Didn't work. Mm -hmm. You know, so I've done all that. And everybody goes through that. So I try to really work with my clients and let them know, no, just let's look at you. Mm -hmm. Let's look at how you function. Okay. You have a touch of ADD. Then don't follow the people saying you have to schedule out everything because it doesn't work with your mind. Yes, let's you schedule. your. You have to block. You have to, I have ADHD so bad. It's not even funny. But that's well, why I have to do what I do. And event planning works for me because I can do the 18 gazillion things. Right. But I have to also be very intentional about mm -hmm. blocking my time, mm -hmm. about not answering messages immediately. And this is something I'm just now learning because a lot of people use it as a crutch. Oh, I can't mm -hmm. do such and such because I have ADHD. And it's like, no, yes, you can. You just have to be a little bit more intentional about how you do things. Yeah. 
You're absolutely discipline. It's, yeah. you know, we used to call it discipline. Yeah. This person, was, she likes to do things. And there are people like this. They like to do things at the last minute. Okay. If that's how you function best, then that's how you plan out your time. Mm -hmm. If you know you have a deadline and somebody gave you a deadline for next week on Wednesday and you know yourself that you've got to just cram it in the two days before, then that's what you, how you actually schedule your time. Block your time. Yep. Block your time, get it done, whether it's the day before or two days before. Yep. Stop trying to do it the way everybody tells you to do it. And that's one of the biggest things that I see is people want, and whether it's because we figure we don't have confidence in ourselves, I guess, mm -hmm. you know, if you really think about it. And so we go, okay, they say I should be doing it this way. Let me try it this way and let me see yep. if it works. It's not working for me. Why not? Well, because it's not you. Nope. You know, and so if anything for your listeners and everything is for them to understand that number one, life is a journey. Nothing happens overnight. There is no miracle cure, mm -hmm. but there is this fantastic path that you can take of growth if you're willing to keep looking at yourself, keep changing, break down the paradigms mm -hmm. that you yourself have built or somebody else has built and just keep constantly creation, creation within yourself and with your business and your life, just constantly. Never settle. Say that again. Never settle. The key right there. And you know what's crazy is because we discount our own intuition. Mm -hmm. Oh, so much. And I can say that that's the one thing that I've been guilty of my whole life. And part of it's because when I did speak up, I was either mm -hmm. called, you know, oh, you're crazy. You always thinking outside the box. Guess what? That's where miracles happen outside the box. Right, right. You know? And, and I look back now and if, if I could tell anybody anything, that's what I would tell them is never discount your intuition. It's a gift. Oh yeah, it is. It is that connection to source. It is that. So when you walk into a room and you meet somebody and you go, Ooh, that's a sign. If you get on a call with a client and you're going, there's something wrong here. It's not gelling with me. That's your intuition telling you that this is not somebody you should be working with. And I've had that experience. Mm -hmm. And what people do, it's, I used to call it to my managers, we're not going to do a warm body syndrome. So in other words, <laughs> when, because it was, I was in retail management, you know, in big stores and they'd want to hire people because we were short staffed. And I go, yeah, we're no. not filling those spots with that. people just to fill those spots. We yeah. need to make sure they, they fit our, um, team. And so I tell the people, my clients, the same thing. Don't take on a client because you want to just fill the spot. I know you need money, but what happens when you do that, that client isn't going to be able to work with you. Mm -hmm. You're, you're going to have issues mm -hmm. unless there's a good connection. That's mm -hmm. why I will not do a strategy call with anyone unless I can see them. That's very I have cool. to see their face. Yeah. That, that makes sense because it doesn't work. You know, I tried that in the beginning and it, it just doesn't work. It just, it just doesn't work. Well, um, I want to, do you have anything coming up the listeners need to know about? Um, actually right now, today, um, this weekend, I'm putting together my signature program. Oh, 
which is going to take people from working on their mindset, always the first thing, the first step, into actually spending time figuring out what it is they really want, not what everybody else tells them they want. Um, and then actually sitting down and visualizing their life the way they want it to be. So there's like this step process. Then we're going to talk about a business, you know, and their business foundation. It's not just, oh, I'm going to be a virtual assistant and then go out there. You've got to have a solid foundation. You've got mm -hmm. to know what your message is. You've got mm -hmm. to understand what your, you know, the clients that you're serving. Um, so we're going to go through all of that packages and if they, and copy website and all the whole thing. So I'm just rolling that out. It's going to be a 12-week program. And they'll get like one-on-one -on -one coaching every week, a little goodie bag, email access, you know, emergency calls if needed and that kind of stuff. So I'm really That's excited about it. People don't understand is so necessary because when you're sitting here and you're working and you don't have that relationship with someone that you can ask them a question when you need uh -huh. it. Um, it leads to you um, procrastinating, 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 and sometimes mm -hmm. quitting. Yeah. You know, I was just talking to my husband this morning and I said, do you remember when you kept looking at me and saying, oh, you have a business? Where is it? And I kept <laughs> telling him, I was like, you know, it takes a long time yeah. to do the work, the research, the building, the website, the, all mm -hmm. these things. But when you have a team or you have access to the right people, mm -hmm saves you hours and hours and hours and hours of time. And mm -hmm. not only that, you, um, you can sleep at night and you can rest. Right. Now I'm to the point where I'm like, okay, this is not extremely overwhelming. And, you know, you can see the light. Right. You know? And it's just out of networking and not being afraid to invest in, in something. Because a lot of people say, well, I can't afford it. And I'm like, technically, if you have a pack of cigarettes or a pair of shoes or you went to Olive Garden, mind you, I'm saying everything that I have done. Um, Olive Garden or, you know. Starbucks coffee. <laughs> okay. Or the food truck. Then you can afford a consult or right. coaching because it makes a big difference. And mm -hmm. it really is, a, a, it's an investment. And right. if you can invest in yourself or you can invest in your business, it goes beyond you. Right. Right, which is why, you know, I do have my um, group coaching program, which is a pro bono contribution-based program. They don't get necessarily the one-on-one -on -one as you would in a one-on-one -on -one coaching program, but there's already pre-recorded lessons. They do get a coaching hour every week, which is live, so they can ask questions. So there's a lot of that. It's only $47 a month. I'm raising it to 97 next in January, but right now, anyone that joins gets it at 47 for lifetime. Um, so I have that. And then to be honest, the last thing that I put together that I think is necessary and people don't understand, have it. I don't want to say they don't understand, but they don't necessarily have a clear concept of the value is I have two assessment guides that I put together. One is for their, for your life and one is for your business. And what it does is it takes you through 2018, it asks you questions about what was your, 
you know, financial goals? What was your um, vision? You know, what kind of relationships did you have? So that you can really assess the, this last year. Wow. Then it takes you into 2019 so that you don't carry the garbage, that you, you leave the garbage in 2018 and you start 2019. And both of them, they can get for 27 bucks. And you know what? That's huge because right now everybody needs to be dumping. Yeah. Just dump. Because, well, I'm very, I I guess, I don't know if I am superstitious. I don't know whether it's very or not, but there's certain things that I I try to, that that I'm ritualistic about. Mm -hmm. The one that I always stick to is New Year's. Mm -hmm. You know, I have my vision board here on the wall and and I I tend to really be intentional about the goals that I set. Uh Because, you know, we do it for our birthday and we do it, but the one that lasts, is the new year's aside from donating to the gym that's you know that's different um but i want listeners to hear that by having a guide um you know we we really talk about journaling we really talk about the the personal development that is needed and that's something people don't invest in like they should either personal development and by getting the guide that you're talking about that's what it that's what it taps into Mm -hmm. And being able to write it down, being able to see it, it's tangible because thought can be dismissed quicker than, than inside out. You know, the little bubbles of your thoughts pop up and you'd be like, "Bloop!" you just swipe it and it's gone. Yeah. But being able to put it on paper is so difficult. Yeah. And it's printable or it's fillable. So they could actually save it for the people that like to use the computer. They can save it to their computer and fill it out. And I threw in a, in a bonus that if they wanted um, guidance, because I think it the if I get the percentage right, you're more apt, like 65% more apt to complete something if you're held accountable for it. Yeah. And I put it into the the thing, but um, it's so they can get my help. They can get one call a month for three months, or they can get two calls. It's their choice because people will purchase these things and then they just don't do them. They don't sit mm-hmm. down and they don't That's do them. That's true. And one of the comments that somebody told me she has done the business guide and she said, Oh my God, I didn't realize how I was just kind of like going by the seat of my pants last year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But how much more successful can somebody be if they actually look and plan things out? Yep. Yep. You know, so that's my big things right now. Those three things. I love it. Um, so you have a lot of packages, um, but you have so much, so much wisdom. Um, and so listeners, I want you guys to tap into what Linda has to offer because I just know that your delivery, I mean, you have an aura about you that is, um, that is very welcoming, very nurturing, and just to the point, but also with, with so much behind it. And I think a lot of people take that for granted because, you know, the one thing that a lot of people are afraid to do is ask for help mm-hmm. or even to invest in what they need. But I really try to emphasize the differences and and the poise of of you know individual coaches. And so, um, if you need that person that is soft and that is you know seasoned, as you say, <laughs> but I, I yeah, so don't, but you are like the hippest sixty eight, <laughs> you know. And so it's it's not even like that, you know. But um, but if that's what you need, then definitely um, get a hold of Linda. So Linda, tell everybody how to get a hold of you. They can get a hold. If I, can I bring up one point to what you were saying about people are afraid to ask for help? 
really, I want everyone to understand that asking for help actually really shows how strong you are because you know where you need to have support and you know what you can hold on your own. So that's kind of my, my thought process on asking for help. There is no, it's okay to ask for help. It just shows you're, you're on it. You know what you need. So that being said, they can find me at um, lindamclay.com. They can find me at Linda um, Facebook, um, Linda M. Clay Biz, because I couldn't get the, just the clay. I had to throw in the biz. And in my village, heartfelt.business. Wait, oh, my mind went blank. Heartfeltbusiness.lifevillage is my Facebook group. I love that. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you for being here as always. I love your company. I love your vision. I love thank your you. And I love your energy. So, oh, thank you. You're thank one of my favorite people. I love being on your show. Thank love you it. so much. Yeah. And I hope that listeners, you guys hear more from me and Linda and um, all the women in our network because our network is getting bigger and bigger by the day. Awesome. And I love it because, you know, together we're able to reach more and teach more. And that's what it's all about. That is. Thank totally you. Totally agree. You're welcome. Thank you so much. All right, listeners, thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Your Voice, Your Power. I'm Anika Wilson. Stay powerful.